What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the PlayStation Drive episode 116. My name is Matt, and I'll be your driver for today's events. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Court of Canada himself, Mr. Cortland. What's up, Court? Hey, buddy. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? How's your like vacay? It's, it's, it, it was great. Uh, yeah. It was great, except for um, there was this bouncy castle in the water that they had at this place. It's called Shirks and Shores. It's just outside of Niagara. If you have a family... The best place to go to it. You rent like a trailer, like literally a trailer and you're there for the week and they give you a golf cart and there's so many activities for kids, but they had can this bounce. On the, can you go on the bouncy castle with the golf cart? No, the bouncy castle is oh, in the water. Disappointed. But and? I looked at it and it looked like straight out of like American gladiators. And I'm like, Oh, my old body didn't prepare well mm. enough for this. I was broken after I got off this thing. My daughter was like, that's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And I'm like, I just want to die. Like, it hurts yeah. so much. I wiped out bad. Like, Matt, you missed seeing, because you would have definitely videotaped it. I bailed hard. I was jumping off this top, and then I ran down a hill. And it's slippery, right? It's water. Stupid yeah. me. Yeah. I bailed, yeah. smacked my back down. My neck still hurts. I The next day, I woke Oof. up, and my like my calves hurt. My, my groin hurt. Like, every part of my body was like, you old, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not oh. at all jealous that you went on this thing. It's not like I would, you know, pay way too much money to go do one of those things. But it's, it's fine. It's good. I'm it, glad you had a good vacation. Very cool. They even had one of those. Um, you always see it on the yeah, shows yeah. where they have that uh, long cylinder that spins and people got to run across it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's impossible. So I tried, I, I would say around 10 times. I bailed every single time. And so I just decided you? to dive into the water and come around and go up the ladder. It was, that's the only way I was getting around that thing. Well, I'm glad you had a good vacation. Totally not jealous at all. <laughs> this week, we also have a fantastic guest joining us. A source of positivity and warmth on this wild, wild internet of ours. Joining us is Mr. Rice Boy. What's going on, Rice? Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me, you guys. This is this is a really, really great uh, collaboration. And uh, once again, I'm, I'm just in awe of uh, Court's good looks. Right? I know. That's just, that's that's week to week. That's, Can that's someone my life. tell it my sucks. wife this? Like, honestly. <laughs> the guy, well, the thing is, it's like, I can't, I listen, I can't tell you this on a regular show because I got to keep your ego down. If your ego gets too big, mm. we're just, it's just going to run amok. But, Rice, oh. if, if, let's, let's, let's kick it off with a little bit of talking about you because I want to know a little bit more about yourself. Sure. Uh, give us the lowdown on everything, Rice, and where people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. Uh, I'm Rice. Uh, I stream on Twitch, Rice Boy TV. That's with three Ys. It's actually pronounced Rice Boy TV. And uh, I just love I love building communities around the experiences of video games. Uh, it's something that my sisters and I did together growing up, and it it just expanded into um, bigger circles. And it was a it was a gateway into learning stories about other people. Truly, it was yes our love for games, but also like an extension of like who we are and how we express ourselves. And so that's kind of where. It started for me at the beginning of uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. I had uh, I, I I had just needed some more human interaction. There were lockdowns, and um, all of my people that were you know my friends IRL, um, they they were kind of in their own bubbles as well. And I just I just needed something more, and uh, so I started to stream, and I learned it was the intent wasn't to become a content creator or anything like that. It really was just to meet people, mm -hmm. and. Uh, it turned into something something completely different and something that I've grown to be passionate about, and that's building community. So, yeah, that is what hey, I do. That is incredible, man. I, I've, I've been hopping into stuff. the streams, and mm -hmm. they're fantastic. I love the yep. question of the day. Thank you. Um, also, Thank he just you. finished the recently finished Horizon. So what are yep. your final yes. thoughts on that? Because Matt's going to ask you a question. What have you been playing? You sure. just finished it. Yeah, I just finished it. It's uh, honestly one of... First of all, I was such a huge fan of Horizon Zero Dawn, yep. and uh, and you know there were there were notes that I had from the first one uh, that uh, kind of addressed like maybe the the, the way the dialogues played out, um, maybe some some resource farming and and even just the way that exploration worked, and those notes were answered in the in the sequel, and I, I just found myself really immersing into the 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 lore. Oh my goodness, the lore, um, and and the world building was so natural. I didn't feel like I was it, nothing was stagnant. Mm -hmm. It was it was all just flowing together. And anything that I did on the side that wasn't the main story, 
uh, it really did enhance the, uh, the, the, the huge experience for me. So yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm still playing the side stuff. So, and there's so much side stuff to dive into there too. Um, I, I also mm. wanted to ask before we we're going to get into the re regular rigmarole here in a sec folks, but I want to ask because you are part of Minnow, which I think is an yeah. incredible organization. And I think for the folks that don't know about it at home, can you tell us a little bit about yeah. Minnow too? Yeah, thanks. Uh, Minnow is is a collective of, of creators, of professionals, uh, all within the industry in some form or another. And uh, we're we're really, really believing in in making communities uh, diverse and and really encouraging people to to really step out of their comfort zones and, and learn about something or someone or some walk of life that they perhaps hadn't known about before and uh you know prior to its inception i i i i'm you know blessed enough to know um ceo Kayvon doom of minnow and i've just uh i've been witness to how he opens the door for people and really really just creates this sense of family and genuine interactions rather than you know, being being robots in the industry. And I think that that was important for me to to really buy into that vision. And it's it's I mean, speaking from what I just said about what I love, I, I love people. Mm -hmm. I, I love hearing stories and I love exchanging that. So so that's what we're about. Um, I happen to be on the team with my sister, Naomi Lasagna. Uh, if you're familiar, um, She's a much, much greater content creator than I am, and I'm learning lots from her. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been an honor. It truly has been an honor building communities with these people. That is incredible. The work that Mendo is doing is so, so incredibly important. Shout out to Kirsten, a wonderful human and a fantastic individual. So like, keep, yes, keep doing it. Anything that we can ever do to support, we're always about diversity. We're always about inclusion. So like, preach to you guys. And, to, and I'm going to throw you under Thanks, the bus man. here for just a quick sec as yeah. I get into the rigmarole. Because on your streams... You do a yeah. word of the day in Tagalog, and I want you to get one ready yeah. for us. I'm going to run through yeah, the, sure. the, the regular rigmarole here. Get one ready for us, and we'll pop back into it as we talk Got about it. what we're playing. Got but it. if you're watching us live on YouTube.com slash right, YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming right now, please like the screen, subscribe, share, leave a comment. Helps us grow, reach even more fantastic people all around the globe. If you are listening on your podcast service of choice, hit us with that five stars. Hit us with those reviews. Hit us with those subscribes because we have more giveaways and fun stuff coming soon, which Court and I will talk about sometime in the future. And, of course, if you have extra bucks to toss our way, head to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. Toss in bucks in the old tip jar and out comes a cornucopia of content for you to consume. And without further ado, Bryce, you got a word for us? I do. So this word is, is really easy to say. Um, and the, uh, I'm just going to say the word and I'll tell you what it is. So the word is tropa. So T-R-O-P-A. Tropa. Tropa. Yeah, tropa. tropa. And, and what it means is it, 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 it's how you would refer to like a gang of friends, a group of people. So this is my tropa my right now. Tropa. You know? You're part of my tropa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that is the Tagalog word of today. Literally, I have a, a, a site that I go to and they provide a, a word every day. So Monday, August 21st, today's word is tropa. 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 I love Tropa. that. I love that. That's a, that's a great way. What a perfect day. What a perfect word for such an awesome day with you hanging out with us. But yeah, of course, we need to talk about what's been on our playlist lately. And we heard mm -hmm. about Horizon. I'm going to throw to Court next. Court, what you been playing? Yeah. Nothing. Um, <laughs> I've been away. I've been on vacation. So uh, I will be playing a game today uh, that I can't talk about. It's not Starfield, so it doesn't even matter. Like, it's, it's not the game that everybody wants to talk about. Trails it's of Terrorism? that game. No, Matt. Atelier Rise 6? Yeah, no, no. Um, I did start up Psychonauts 2 again uh, when I came back, but I was nice. busy editing a video. I just haven't had time to play a game. We came back this weekend. I got home on um, Saturday, and I started. My daughter had her soccer tournament this weekend. We had to get that done. We had people over. Oh, wait a second. Oh, I, while what? I was away, I was playing NHL 94 on Super Nintendo, and it was phenomenal, nice. and I was Ooh. playing it, like, pretty much playing three to four periods a day, and I will say this. It's not like riding a bike. I totally forgot how to score in the game. I was only winning games, like, one nothing, and then finally, I, by Wednesday, I was running table because the cheesy goal that Sean likes to do when we play the normal NHL right now of going in front of the net, that still works. So that works, and then the one-two deke works. <laughs> it's a game uh, with mature themes. Who am I? Court, Garrett Bland. Court, you'll be 
Corey, you'll be pleased to know that, uh, um, you know, I used to be, uh, and I don't know if you know this, I used to be an NHL 94 prodigy, you know, Ooh, you two were years old, two years old, Flex and, on just, and just, I was so good at, at ho- hockey, right? Yes, hockey. <laughs> good, man. I'm glad you've been enjoying it. I'm excited to hear more about things that you can't talk about yet, but we definitely will get into that a little bit down the road. Rice, what else has we, have you been playing lately? We heard about Horizon. What else has been on the radar? Yeah, actually, since uh, since Modern Warfare 3, I hadn't picked up uh, COD in a while, but I have been kind of sinking hours into just, uh, you know, upgrading my guns in COD Modern Warfare 2. I had played the campaign and put it down for a while, uh, but now I'm, I'm sinking my, my fingers into to the multiplayer of COD Modern Warfare 2. Got, it got me kind of hyped, and that's coming from someone who actually, like, fell in love with shooters from the original modern warfare 2 and so yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of in the hype i, I jumped on the bandwagon for sure <laughs> nice well perfect it's, it's a perfect day to have you on we got destiny news we got call of duty news we're gonna break that apart in <laughs> just a it. sec um as for myself i am so obsessed with Baldur's gate 3 i cannot stop playing this game like it's oh, it's yeah. it's just constantly living in my mind it's the first game in a long time that like either i'm playing it or I'm thinking about playing it and there's no in between. Like I'm so, so stuck on it. I absolutely just like, I'm up, I'm so like absorbed in that world and I'm not one that's played the other ones. Like this is kind of one of my first major CRPGs and I'm, I cannot, cannot, cannot stop playing it. It is so good. Um, hopped into remnant two. Uh, I picked that up as well. Cause I saw weirdly enough, like the physical edition was like $20 cheaper than the digital edition. And it's just one of those things where I kept hearing about it, and I was like, I FOMO'd right into it. Me and a couple friends picked it up, um, and I've been having a blast with it. It's tough, but it's a lot of fun. Haven't had, like, a good, you know, co-op shooter in a while that I've kind of invested in. I think OG mm-hmm. Destiny 2 was the last one that I really spent a lot of time yeah. with. Um, so Remnant's been awesome. Um, but, well, yeah, we'll, we'll have more stuff to talk Matt, about soon. can I but, ask the question? Because yeah. it's been a while. What's have you question? had relations with a bear? Court, I have not had relations with the bear. I have not the druid. The druid. I'm not focusing on the druid. He's a druid that can turn into a bear. He's not my focus. Uh, Lady Shadowheart is my girl. She's she's dark. She's mm. she's you know she worships this like evil shadow god. Uh, and I'm about her right now. I'm, I want to get to know her more. And uh, Shadowheart's the best. It's just it is what it is. Let's go. It's life. Um, <laughs> let's get into some news. Court, you know what? You look frozen to me. Uh, I'm gonna what? hide you and yeah, you're 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 frozen. Rice, is he frozen oh. for you too? Uh, no, he's he's so it's only Matt. perfectly good. Hold looking. on, I'll go onto the stream. Am I frozen on the stream? No, I'm not. So it doesn't matter. You're not. Okay, good. We roll yeah, on then. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't frozen for the video. Okay, cool. Uh, let's get into some news. We we Rice started talking about it, and of course, we got a whole bunch of Modern Warfare Three news that we have to talk about. Without further ado, mm-hmm. popping over here. Boom. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 gameplay details have been revealed. This is coming directly from the PlayStation blog. Attention, PlayStation players. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 releases on Friday, November 10th. Get intel on some of the features coming to Modern Warfare 3. Uh, there's a campaign. Okay, that's a good thing. We, we know about mm-hmm, that. It's mm-hmm. a campaign. It's a direct sequel to the record-breaking Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 as Captain Price and Task Force 141 face off against the ultimate threat. Ultimate. Uh, ultimate threat. We got some stuff here. We obviously got some multiplayer uh, uh, information here as well. We're celebrating the 20th anniversary. There's going to be a whole bunch of 16 maps from the original Modern Warfare 2 mm. and a whole bunch more and some other information here. Evolving loadouts, carry forward. Zombies, open world zombies. zombies. There's a whole lot here. So I'm going to default to you, Royce, because I think out of the three of us, I think you're the Call of Duty Don here. How are you feeling about Modern oh, Warfare sure. 3? Is this a day one for you? Where's the hype level at? Yeah, I, I, it's going to be a day one for me because um, actually it's it, I don't know if this is going to be like a big selling point for other people. But for me, it was uh, when I saw the zombies news, I was really intrigued. There was a portion of my gaming journey where like a lot of what I was playing was zombie related. Nice. That was like Telltale's Walking Dead, uh, you know, uh, Left for Dead. Um, and I still play Back for Blood so, uh, from time to time. Um, but my my first zombie experience was actually from Call of Duty Black Ops 1. Nice. And so, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of in this, like, season of nostalgia. And so for COD, 
Uh, I'm really excited about like these things they're implementing into Modern Warfare 3. Uh, and so, you know, I'm I'm a COD player, and I'll, I'll just be the first to say that I'm like a super casual. I'm not cracked at all. Like <laughs> I play with friends, and like it is a game that's that drives. You know, we we just hang out and talk and, and shoot some stuff. But you know, I'm the type of guy that'll go into shipment twenty four seven and just build <laughs> build my guns up for hours and hours and hours um, to to make people think that I'm really good. But. <laughs> As long as you got the drip and the guns look good, then that's all that you that's need. It. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. So that, that I just look pretty like court. Listen, you heard it here for, first. How to be cracked at Modern Warfare Three? Just look good, and you'll scare everybody that's else it. away. That's what's up. Court, where are you at on Modern Warfare Three? I'm excited about the old maps. I know it's like the the bad take because that seems to be everybody's wham wham boohooing about, but. I am old. I have played a lot of games from back in the day. And for me to get them to play again, like these huge maps, I go into Call of Duty maps now and I just get destroyed. At least these maps yeah. are going to be like, oh my God, I know where little areas are. I'd love to see how they've changed them. I'm, I am all for bringing back these old maps. It's probably going to get me to actually buy Call of Duty this year and actually play the multiplayer for the first time in years. Because anytime I, I play mm -hmm. it, I just get destroyed. And I'm like, well, I'll play in the campaign and I'm out. And I'm very happy there's a campaign because I guess when a lot of the rumors started with this game a couple of weeks ago, there was a rumor that we weren't getting a campaign and it was just going to be multiplayer focused. I think the last time they did that was, was that Black Ops 2 or 3 or that one year where they did only multiplayer. I love the Call of Duty campaigns. It's all I like about Call of Duty. But the fact that Same. I get old maps, I used to be not as bad as I was on the old maps. On these new maps, I get destroyed because mm. I am terrible at shooters, but I do like playing so. Yeah. Okay. So if, if Rice picks it up and Court picks it up, and we have Steve in the chat saying, Bet Court, I'll squad up with that. you. I'll yes. get it too. If all of us, if all hey. of us are in, I'll jump in. I'm more of a battlefield guy, Rice. That's always been like my thing growing up. It was 1942. Um, I've, I've mm -hmm. played some CODs, uh, but it's been a minute. If we're all, if we all dive in, if we get this tropa to really tropa. rein in here oh, and kick butt together, respects. thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll, I'll hop in. We'll, we'll get a four squad going and we'll completely wreck. Hell yeah. We'll, we'll listen. We'll Let's look good it. and run away doing it. Okay. So we'll <laughs> yeah. just, hey, I'll, I'll be, I usually Rambo and just get shot up. Like, you know, definitely <laughs> full too. metal jacket or me like too. platoon. You know, the front cover of platoon where he's just getting, Willem Dafoe's just <laughs> yeah. getting murdered. That is me every single time I play a game. I'm just getting pelted with bullets and everybody else is behind me going, well, you know, he tried. And so it'll be like, I'll get <laughs> one kill and I'll be like, yes. Like my KDR <laughs> is terrible. I'm I'm the same way. My uh my my best friend and him and I always we pick up every battlefield together and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna sneak around and stuff. And he's like, All right, Matt, res me, where'd you go? I'm halfway across the map in the middle of the fight, being like, Where is everybody? <laughs> he's like, Where did you go? I'm like, Don't worry about it, I got this. And I don't got this. Um, but sometimes I got this. Not usually I got this though. Uh of course, there we go. Sean in the chat. Carpool Tropa. Carpool Tropa. You better believe it. <laughs> Carpool Tropa. Carpool let's go. Tropa. Let's go. All right. Cool. That's our first piece of news. Let's keep it moving on to our next one. And Court, I'm going to just let you pop off on this one. NHL 24 PS5 PS4 gameplay trailer puckers up with improvements. This is coming from Push Square written by Graham Banas. Apologies if I messed up your last name. Fresh off announcing the cover athlete for NHL 24, EA and Vancouver have offered a glimpse of what to expect from this year's hockey title with a breakdown trailer showing off changes as well as a peek at the gameplay. Uh, first update is to matchmaking. There is a introduction of something called an exhaust engine, better physics system, total control skills move system. Uh, <laughs> court, I don't amazing. know what any of this means. So I, I was more hoping that off. they had the, the cover athlete is Cal McCarr. So I was hoping that his name was in there so that I could hear Matt for me, hockey names are very easy to pronounce, and it's probably why I'm I can I pronounce a lot of European names because I watch a ton of hockey. But whenever Cal McCarr is Canadian, but you look at his name, and I was waiting for Matt just to destroy it and butcher it. But they also had another trailer today about World of Chell, so I'll get into both of those things. But the new features are so the new features are crossplay, which is something that we have never had in the NHL community, which is huge. It, it just brings a warm, warm you know cockle to my heart. You've got Sean who plays Excuse on Xbox. Me? A warm the cockles what? of your heart? You don't know what the cockles what is a, of your heart are? It's a good word. It's a good word. It is what a is very a it's a Oh, Google it. It's a real word. Um, so Sean plays on Xbox and I play on PlayStation. And I usually play NHL once it comes to Game Pass, which shout out to Game Pass. This game will be there. It usually comes around mm. the playoff season. But 
I'm not able to play with them throughout the year. And Sean and I usually during extra life streams or any carpool streams, we'll play some NHL. So I'm going to be able to play with him. Now, this pressure system that we're seeing right here, this is my favorite new thing besides the, the new passing system, which I will get into as well. But the pressure system will allow you for someone like myself who plays the game a little bit more like hockey and I'm peppering everybody with shots. I'm pinpoint passing, getting them around, but I'm trying hockey plays in NHL. Usually, unless you know the cheesy goal, which is like a skate in front of the goalie, you're not going to score or you do the little deke with this. What happens is as you continue to amount pressure, the other, the other team will start, the AI will start making mistakes, especially on the goalie. The goalie will stop making mistakes and I'll be able to start scoring more and start winning some more games. So I'm a huge fan of all that. And then we have the vision passing, which is something I'm a little bit excited about as well, where instead of just playing the pressing the right trigger and direction passing, you're actually able to assign buttons to each player on the ice. So if you're oh, skating nice. behind the net and you want to do like a drop pass, you're able to do that by only pressing the button of who you're passing to. So that is huge. Mm. Um, and then today they dropped the world of Chell video, which they, <laughs> um, which is a online mode where you can play with other players across the world. And because they have the cross play, we're not going to have the issue that we've had in past time with NHL. Cause it's not like Madden or FIFA where you have this huge player pool that's playing it all the time. So you're going to be able to have very small uh, connectivity issues. So you're going to be able to play with a lot of people a lot, but they've introduced a battle pass this year. The Battle Ooh. Pass took a lot of flack, but understandably, if if everybody's following the news in the in the UK, they don't allow um, you know gotcha mechanics anymore. So NHL used to loot have crates. these um, loot loot. They don't allow loot loot crates anymore. I think it's uh, UK and oh. the Netherlands or somewhere else. They don't allow it anymore. So they used to do these hockey bags where you you'd open it up and then you can get prizes throughout. So the way their battle pass works is it's going to be a lot like if anybody's played the division or any of the Ubisoft ones, it's going to have the two tier mm -hmm. system. It'll have the free tier at the top. And then it'll have, if you want to pay for the other battle pass, it'll have all these other items there. These items are purely cosmetic. Um, so it's not like you're going to be paying to win to do this stuff. So I'm all for it. Um, especially if they put like, you know, my favorite team, the Boston Bruins, if they put like a Jersey or something in there, I'll probably, you know, caught myself a battle pass here or there because the chill mode is fun. It's three on three playing. It's almost like pawn hockey. We can just play with your friends. And to be honest, skill level really doesn't matter as long as you're having fun doing the game. But I don't want to talk too much about this game because I'm excited about it. It is a sports title, which usually is just a rehash and just a roster update this year. It doesn't really feel that way. The goaltending looks better. The passing system looks better. It looks more like real hockey to me. So I'm super excited about this game. So if you thought it was annoying that I talked about MLB The Show a lot, be prepared because this is about to get even super annoying. A uh, question from the chat. Uh, Sean Capri says, question, what's Chell? Chell is a type of online. So it's the... the what does um, it, it stand for? Honestly, I have no freaking clue. Everybody calls it Chell. Canadian... Helians Ho eating no. lasagna. No, it has nothing to do with any of that. It's three on three <laughs> hockey, Sean. That's all you need to know. So you can go in. It's th it's three on three hockey. You'll play on outdoor rinks. You'll play in some indoor rinks, but you play with everybody online. So it's online. You can't. There are modes that are offline where you can play against NHL players and such, but majority of the chell is played online. But I have no clue what it stands for, and I will Google it. Uh, well, Sean says that uh, WOC is World of Chell. We're World of Chell, yeah. yeah. Rice, is, are you an NHL that. guy? Does this do anything for you? 100,000% no. Excellent. But, I, knew you, um, I knew we were going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've played NHL games with friends, but uh, I, I know virtually nothing about hockey other than Canadians, eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you entirely. So Chell so is a slang for hockey players video game. Okay. The more you know. Well, you Dude, I've learned like three different words today. And I looked up cockle. Yeah. Uh, you were right, hey, Court. Shot, I admit when I'm wrong. It's a real word. It's yeah, uh, right. The only reason I know this is there is an old song way back in the day by Dennis Leary called... Um, I can't even say it because I don't swear. So it's it's A-S-S-H-O-L-E. I can spell it. That's fine. Um, that's what the song's <laughs> called. And he says the warms the cockles of my heart. So I mm -hmm. looked into that word a long time ago and it stuck with my brain forever. Okay. 
I respect it. I understand it. Well, I'm I'm happy you're excited, Court. I, I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot more about NHL in the next few months. You can't uh, to, wait, eh? To, it's to so my exciting. Matt's going to know think, so much about hockey this year. Rice, are you free for the next few months by any chance? I think Court's going to be sick for a little while. I don't think he's going to be able to make it back onto the show. Uh, when does NHL get boring again? <laughs> it, well, it comes out on October 6th, so it's going to start then. You're going to hear a lot. Oh, about okay. You okay, can okay. get the game pre, uh, pre-order. pre If you pre-order it, you can get 10% off. If you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you get 10% mm. off if you order it through their store, and you get the game three days early. If you order the Ultimate Edition, which comes with uh, comes with some player cards, so if you're playing some of the online versions or you're playing Hockey Ultimate Team, you're definitely going to be ordering the X-Factor Edition. If you're just going out and you're playing Seasons Mode, I would just say just pre-order the game and get it when you get it. You don't need all the, the extra stuff and all the packs and the cards. That's my two cents. Mm-hmm. And you also can check out my video that I just popped this morning about the two different yeah. editions that you can get on the pre-orders. And I'm also going to be doing an everything you need to know video that I'm going to be having out later this week. There you go. That's so much. The passion. I love, I know, right? dude, I love hockey. Like it's, that's so, like, I, I so, thing. I so respect it. Like I love so hockey. much, so much information about hockey for you on this week's show. <laughs> uh, as, as we Nagachaka is going to put in the is... comments later. Yay. Sports. This is this is like a hundred percent a reaction to last week when Mr. Mr. Midas and I spent the entire episode talking about RPGs because Court wasn't here. Now all of a sudden he's got to come back and talk all about hockey. Finally. Oh, I even came in the chat and they just oh, it was brutal. I, know. I was sitting on the beach. I and I'm just like I can't do this. Well, we had Court. We had Court. Uh, fifteen minutes of fame talking about hockey. Let's switch gears to talk about some Destiny Two coming from VGC, written by Chris Scullion. Destiny Two game director says recent state of the game communication, quote unquote, wasn't up to our standards. Destiny 2's game director has taken to Twitter to tell players that Bungie's recent communication regarding the game hasn't been as good as it should have been. In a 16-minute video on Twitter, Joe Blackburn addressed a number of issues that have arisen from a State of the Game blog article posted on official Destiny site on August 3rd. A few weeks ago, we put up a State of the Game communication that wasn't up to our standards for what you all have come to expect for these kinds of communications, Blackburn said. It didn't provide the high-level vision that we normally provide, and really and truly, a bunch of us were heads down and working on the final shape, expansion DLC, and weren't able to give it the sort of care and love that we normally put into these kinds of communications, and that's nobody's fault but mine here on this. Uh, Blackburn also conceded that Bungie's current strategy of delivering one new PvP map and a few reprises a year isn't working, and the studio will instead be releasing a free pack of maps next year. Um, I don't really know too much about what's going on here in the world of Destiny 2, I'll be honest. Rice, do you know what's going on and why this, why Joe had to do a bit of an apology here? I, I, I can't speak to specifics, but I, I am a Destiny 2 player. Conveniently, um, I put it in the I agenda was... because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I, I will I will say that uh, there is kind of a bit of a trend. <laughs> Destiny 2 players and the community, we, we meme ourselves a lot. We say <laughs> we say we, <laughs> well, we we hate this game because we love it. And uh, uh, it's 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 kind of um, it's a push and pull because pe- different people want different things for the, the multiplayer experience, right? Um, now, for me specifically, I'm a PvE player in Destiny, and I, I love I love you know being cooperative with your teams and 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 playing all of the group activities and and going towards a common goal. Um, I, I I play Crucible, I, I play multiplayer, and that that's fun, but um, it gets it gets quite frustrating, and it's uh, it's the pattern of the meta right? Mm-hmm. Whatever the meta is, that's what people are using. And I think that one of the biggest issues is that um, when when we do talk about maps and how they kind of cycle through them, uh, when we talk about uh, just the way certain weapons work, it's so interesting because, you know, Destiny leans now more towards an MMORPG. Uh, so there are details within the guns, but I know a lot of people in the community that just want to shoot stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that the, the bar of satisfaction and gratification for players is kind of all over the place. And, um, I think that speaks to, uh, what Blackburn is saying here, because, you know, the focus is on the next DLC already. Mm -hmm. And so what I have found in the, the community, the trend is we play hours and hours and hours once a DLC is released and we feel like there's no content for the rest of the season right um and so there has to be some sort of balancing act there where people can find you know gratification and satisfaction uh and um i suppose a feeling of of being rewarded for the the amount that they play uh but the the most common complaint is this is just a grind it's just a grind 
So there are games where you grind and you feel good about that grind. And, Division and sometimes two. I feel as Best a Destiny grind. player. Oh, yeah. So it's such a good I, I grind. I love Division 2. Such a good grind. Yeah, man. So then let me ask you. I this, cut you right? off there. What'd you say? No. So what mm-hmm. would you want to see in the final piece of DLC? And and then what would you want to see? What changes do you want to see? What's what's Destiny 3 look like in your mind? What, what do you yeah. want out of it? Yeah. Yeah. What I love about Destiny is um, truly, and this goes on brand with any other of the story games that I play, is the lore. And I think that they'd made some really solid steps in Lightfall in terms of um, just presenting a really interesting narrative, bringing something new to the table. Strand, the subclass, was absolutely super fun. I think that I I loved Strand more than I loved the previous DLC uh, where they introduced Stasis. And uh, that was the ice. And now this is like your, your, you basically are Spider-Man. You can you can you can web sling through Ooh, speaking some different language. Now there. we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. And so Strand was really something that uh, I loved. It was, it was super fun. It changed the way that Guardians moved around maps, and so that was super interesting in terms of playing uh, multiplayer and playing competitively against each other. Um, so I don't think that the issue is in introducing um, subclasses and whatnot. I suppose it's balancing the guns okay it's it's like it's interesting because there's guns in destiny and then there's abilities and the way that those interact uh it's it's a pretty difficult balancing act so i do i do empathize with with bungie's development team and and blackburn and what he's saying i I do appreciate the amount of communication that that bungie does put forward Mm -hmm. in terms of trying to refine the experience um so for for me this this uh addressing of the community is actually a positive thing um even though it's come from a lot of the complaints fair enough well i i hope they continue to stick to landing destiny is one of those things that i always think about going back to i played a ton mm-hmm. a ton of og destiny um destiny yes, sir. and og destiny 2 um and then i just never yes. went back um, dude i bought maybe, all the dlc and still haven't tried to play it any of it and it was like i got into it and i was like matt this is a great game and yeah. then mm-hmm. i went away on vacation and went away and then i just never went back and i'm like yeah I, if i i have a bad feeling that because i do like the grind so i have a feeling yeah. that if i get into destiny i'm gonna be like okay all yes. right well, well i gotta go get this gun yes. well that gun sounds way better than this gun and Remi- just keep going remind me court how many totally. hours do you have in division two we don't want to talk about that <laughs> how many hours do you have in division two uh just over just close to 400 so i uh, yeah i don't think you're, i don't think you're allowed to play destiny two i think you would you would, I, would i'm worried you. i'm worried destiny two is a game to worry because i i played yeah. a little bit and i messaged matt and i was like dude i think i love this game and then we yeah. we bought i bought final fantasy and i was like all right i hopped into final yes. fantasy 16 and i never mm. went back to destiny and then the new yeah. content came out for the division and i'm like all right i guess i'm gonna go and i destroyed that got the meta had the good gun have the great like yeah. i can go through D- division two right now and just sherpa anybody and just mow anybody down i love that well I love Folks, that. let's get into some questions because we have a whole bunch of them. Seriously. Of course, if you want your question read on the show, we have a weekly X post that goes live each and every week. <laughs> toss your question there or join our free Discord oh, where you can toss the questions in there as well. And Court loves X. Uh, X. Nagachaka comes with a couple of questions, kicking things off with, let's continue with the RPG questions. And since Court wasn't here last week, this one's specifically for him. What's the best JRPG on the PS5 and why is it Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate Court? So I've never played that game, so I have no no freaking clue. I guess the mm-hmm. best is Final Fantasy 16 because it's the only one I've okay. actually put over 30 hours into. So I'm going to have to go with that mm-hmm. as my answer because I don't play a lot of JRPGs. Uh, in fact, I don't play any. Uh, I've played Final. I played Persona 5 for a matter of an hour and a half and couldn't get out of the city and hated the living daylights out of that game. So I was out of that thing real quick. And then I tried Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Um, it's just I wasn't feeling it at the time. Got into 16, I was loving it. And then I was messaging Matt saying, you know, these boss fights are, uh, they're kind of long. <laughs> like, I'm, like I, I got to put the kid to bed and I'm still, it's been a half an hour and this <laughs> thing ain't dead. So uh, I dropped out of Final Fantasy 16, but, um, mm. you know, whatever. They're a great on you, Nagachaka, for liking these games. Uh, Rice, are you a big RPG guy? <laughs> JRPG, it's different. Uh, I, I love d- RPGs. Is it different? Sure, sure. I'm just asking generally I, I, to kick um, things off. It's a subgenre. I've played, I've played, I've played a few. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an appreciation for it. I, I'll say that I've watched people play a lot of JRPGs, uh, but I have consumed only. I could probably count on my hand how many. 
Uh, in terms of the Final Fantasy question, though, yeah, um, I, I would I would agree. Final Fantasy VII remake was uh, was was great for me for for a couple reasons. One, it was it's a remake of a completely different game, mm-hmm. uh, and so kind of doing it from the bottom up, it was it was a new experience. I was really excited about it uh and just the new combat system me being a fan of like action games like the devil may cry games Mm -hmm. uh i really really quite enjoy those um those you know engagements in the game but like court said though uh you know they're they're, they are time consuming yep and it's not necessarily a game that you can kind of it's not like a cod match where you can play maybe two 10 minute matches and you're good um you do have to sync your 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 feet into the the game and and that 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 gets harder when you have other responsibilities <laughs> fair yeah <laughs> Matt. i understand i get it yeah whatever uh listen you, you don't need oh, things oh, like sleep. actually i have one honorable mention for a jrpg yeah uh because the music is fantastic is uh octopath traveler mm, yes octopath so that series is awesome yes i need to get oh, i need to play the second one i've heard incredible things about it a bunch of the people in the discord mm-hmm. keep talking about it i need to play that one before you're up uh, Nakachaka comes in with the second question saying one more question for today's show. It sounds like the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 will be 60 frames, but it's 720p resolution for the PlayStation and the Xbox versions. Is this what you expected from Konami, or are you surprised that we're getting these games in 720p in 2023? Uh, I'll pop off here first if you yeah, don't Yeah, I was going to say, this is definitely a Mac question. Not at all. Uh, Konami does not care. I'm, I'm just going to flat out say it. They, yep. they don't care. They, they failed, you know, trying to make their pachinko machines, and now they're trying to get back into the console space. Um, as soon as these were announced, like, listen, I'm glad that these games are coming. They're some of the, the classics. Metal Gear is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic franchise. Um, but as soon as these were announced, I had a feeling that, like, this isn't going to be what people want from it. These games do deserve full remakes. These, do, these games do deserve a lot of love. And what we're getting instead is not, it's not even 1080p. It's 720. 60 frames is nice. Mm. But I don't see any reason why these games can run at 60 frames, 1080p at least. Um, Rice, are you a big Metal Gear guy? Does this do anything for you? Yeah, I, I, I've had this conversation with people, and I think that so some people have a theory that they're just trying to push next gen um, a little bit, a little bit more. Um, I don't know if I really buy into that. I, I, yeah, I think I agree with you that Konami just doesn't care. <laughs> uh you know um it's i don't know i think i think that there are consumers out there that this is not a make or break for fair right and um perhaps konami thinks that that is a big enough margin that that they can do this uh but but i don't know i i, I don't <laughs> i don't know that i have enough uh stock in in the series that i know the series i've watched people play it i know the story well uh but i don't know that i don't know I don't think that I have enough um, expertise on the on the topic to to really have an opinion. So, fair court, where are you at on this one? I yeah, expected. I I'm right with you. <laughs> I expected absolutely nothing from Konami. I did, even when these got announced, I was just like, we are not like the trailer that we got to see. I was like, this doesn't even look good. Like I was so confused. If they weren't doing remakes mm. from the ground up, I don't care. I'd rather play the original versions and not these. Fair. I'm with you. Yeah, like we'll we'll see what happens when these eventually come out uh, because I do think they are due soon. Um, but yeah, if, if this is true, that's that's disappointing news. Drellish comes in, says, question for the show. I know this is early, but we have about 16 weeks to go before Christmas. Are you kidding me already? Seriously, yes. Now, my kid goes to school that's in two nuts. weeks, man. School starts in two weeks. Summer's oh, over. Yes. I, dude, I, Time I turned wild. the heater off in my pool because like we're, we can't, it's cold all the time. I was wearing jeans, jeans all weekend. Not even what shorts? Dude. You know what? Uh, we're going to be all at Fan Expo this. I'm going to be wearing jeans. That's right. Jeans. Yep. It's going to be, it's not even going to be warm. It's going to be like 20, 20 degrees, maybe. We're not going to see those beautiful calves. No, we don't need, no, to. I'm a hairy, hairy boy. We do not need to see that. <laughs> I'm wearing like a sweater all the time on my legs. Mm. <laughs> I'm with you there. Uh, Josh's real question is what, in your opinion, are the three games that you think will define the 2023 PS5 experience for you? We know Spider-Man will be one of them, but what are your other two? Court, what are your what do you think are going to be your three PS5 games this year? This year, Final Fantasy 16, as much mm-hmm. because it was an experience. It was something that I'd never done before. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Steve. Um, 
It's something Steve that I never tried before, and I really did enjoy playing for what I did play of it. It wasn't okay. it, it didn't end up being, oh, this is the game for me, but I did enjoy it. Like that that first 20 hours, I said to Matt, I'm like, this could be my game of the year. Like, wow, mm-hmm. I'm really liking mm-hmm. that game. But I enjoyed it. Spider-Man 2, I'm sure I'm gonna really enjoy it. But then Star Wars. Like, I, I'm a huge Star Wars True. guy, so I really enjoyed that game for much of the jank. I, you know. People are about to play Starfield and Bethesda's never made a game without Jank. We're all going to love it anyways, but I had zero problem with the Jank in that game. I just love the story of that. So to me, right now, that's still my game of the year. Okay, Mm. fair. Rice, what about you? What do you think? What do you think are going to be your your top three PS5 or PlayStation games by the end of the year? I'm going to cop out on one of them and say that Spider-Man because I've... I, I so love that's not a cop out games that's not a cop out yeah that's just the right just answer so, that's the right answer oh my it's like God. last yeah, of us yeah, part I'm, one is better than part two same kind of answer right on ps5 because right. we're, we're on PS5 i love how he's yet, agreeing but, but he's but agreeing part two right. is better. La- nope. part better last last okay. last of us part one is way better than part two court see like, court froze again this is literally the internet oh, telling him okay. stop talking all right all right <laughs> I uh I'm I'm looking forward to I saw the the gameplay of uh, Immortals of of uh, Avium. Avium. Yeah, yes, that cool. comes out today. Avium or tonight at twelve. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like I I am really really excited to play that. Um, so that that's one of them. Um, give me a third here. Give me a third here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh 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 oh. I'll be I'll be playing um Assassin's Creed Mirage. I'm a if. I'm a big Assassin's Creed guy, nice. so I've I've played like literally every title. So I'll be playing that as well. I would just uh, like to point out Assassin's Creed court. Mirage is probably going to be my unofficial game of the year, just because I love AC games and I am right. unblinded though. Even when they're bad, like even when Unity first came out and it was bad, but it got better. Like I if you know. play Unity now, it's it's amazing. I was still like, it's a good game. It is. It's a mm-hmm. I am that guy with an Assassin's Creed game. Like no, it's a good game. Valhalla. So I'm like play- crying at 95 hours, still playing it. I'm like, it's a good game. It's terrible. It's so much, so, way too long. Court, Court would you it's say that you might, you might have a, a skewed perspective when it comes to video games? Is that what you're saying? A 100. percent But I, this year, what so, did I do? And, and and which Last of Us is better? Sorry. Uh, Last of Us Part One is way much. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's all I needed to hear. Thank you. That's not. That's not. I have a skewed perspective <laughs> no, when it comes no, to see, no, Assassin's fine. Creed yeah, games. Listen, listen. Don't even whatever start you there. Just Don't said, put words in my mouth. Whatever you just said. Whatever you just said. Listen, little man. I am taller than you. <laughs> I know, but you know, that's all. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Not 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 much more mature though. Uh I think for me, Spider-Man 2, yeah, is an easy lock, Final Fantasy 16. And I think for for my third slot, I'm gonna kind of cop out and just put PSVR 2 in. I like I still love this Ooh. thing. Walk I think about mini golf. So many great experiences. Walkabout mini golf is awesome. Synapse is up there as well for one of my favorite games of this Unplug year. Unplug Guitar like, Hero. I'm yeah, I'm playing guitar mm. here. There's there's a bunch here and there's more coming. So I would put PSVR two in with me for my third slot. I still love this thing. Brian Eck writes in and says, as someone who is new to the PlayStation ecosystem and currently trying to obtain my very first platinum trophy while playing The Last of Us Part One on PS five, better things to come. I would like to know if mm-hmm. y'all are using guides for trophy hunting or is it more genuine to trophy hunt without a guide? Would love to hear your thoughts. I, I as a father, I have zero time for anything. I use guides like it's nobody's business, especially if I've already played the game and it's a remastered and someone else has already reviewed it. I've, I'll pull up the guide within seconds. Um, it, I 100% use guides to get these trophies. I don't feel bad about it. I have my monitor right here. I have my TV right here. I got YouTube up and I'm guiding it the whole way. Mind you, we've been you know blessed to get some game codes before the games come out. We've reviewed them. Man, it's hard to collect trophies when you don't even know how to where they are. Oh, especially man, they don't hard. pop. So hard. when they don't pop yeah. um i'm with you i i don't really care uh, truly to be honest like i feel like if you're going to be like if you're trophy if you're platinum if you're going for the platinum i think just go for it i don't look up a trophy list mm. before i play a game uh just because i don't want to spoil anything for myself about the experience but if i love a game enough that like i'll finish the story and then i want to go for the platinum i pull up a guide right away i don't Matt, care. i'm gonna spoil mm. spider-man too peter parker is spider-man and miles morales spoil, is I'm, also spider-man i'm gonna spoil spider-man 2 for you um peter parker actually holds a press conference and talks about how much better the last of us part two is uh rice where are you at on trophies yeah totally uh so i don't consider myself a trophy hunter so typically on my first experience of a game i will just do it completely uh without a walkthrough or anything like that but um 
I, I do like doing second playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, for that second playthrough, same same thing as Court. Like, I will have a full walkthrough there. And just, especially for collectibles. Yep. Especially for collectibles. It's, it's just too but much. Yeah. There's too many games. It is. It's too much. And uh, we got lives. So, and we have yeah. and now you got to get the Horizon Platinum because you have no choice. Because you just said exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm still playing it. So I'm still confident I can probably hunt for trophies for that. Yeah. I believe in you. You got this. Uh, Edward Varnell from the Boss Rush Network writes in and asks, as the fall season is approaching soon in a couple of weeks, what what does your mood and taste for games start to change on PlayStation? Does a rainy day make you want to play some into your backlog? Does a fall weekend make you want to play games from the spring? I love this question. Bryce, what what do you think? Does does the weather affect your gaming wants and needs? Yeah, I, um, it's a great question because there are times when it does uh and i will jump into kind of a cozier experience and 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 the cozy cozy experience means for me like that i'm not using a lot of brain power so a lot of these triple a experiences i'm using i'm using my brain quite quite a lot but if i'm playing yeah exactly (laughs) i have half a brain um uh but but i don't need to use it as much if i'm playing something like animal crossing Mm -hmm. you know like a sims game or something like that so yeah i mean once in a while i'll pick that up but uh typically what drives what i play is is what story campaign am i currently in and i usually try and finish that before going into anything else yeah i'm the same way like i think the weather doesn't really dictate it as much for me it's just whatever i'm currently like obsessed with in that moment because when i zero in on a game like that is all that i think about and all that i play so for me it really just depends Mm -hmm. on what's coming out um, and like, obviously like the rainy kind of slower weekends, it's nice to hop into something in co-op or play something with my partner. I uh, speaking of which we played moving out two over the weekend that just came out on PlayStation plus nice, still great. Like I, I like the first one. The second one is more of the same. Um, it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's, it's, we lasted about an hour before we were ready to kill each other for throwing couches out windows, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's just life. Uh, court, what about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, all it does is I play more video games as the weather gets worse. Um, yes, I, I'm mm-hmm. outside as, as a, you know, with kids, you're outside a lot in the summer. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I just don't have as much time for video games. It's the fall season. So to me, all I think about is playing NHL and big open world games. As soon as it like mm. school time hits, it's like, all right, you know, NHL, big open world game. And I'll sit down and I can play Assassin's Creed for forever and just keep playing. Yeah. And now Valhalla. we got Spider-Man. Like I got Valhalla and Spider-Man. I am going to be so happy <laughs> this fall. <laughs> And like every now and then, go mindlessly play some Call of Duty and some NHL. Like mm-hmm. I am, I, all that's all yeah. I need is those four games. That's all I need. Right, right, one hundred percent with you. Uh, rapidly graying at rapidly graying writes in and asks: Is Fort Solace on any of your radars? It comes out next week, and it looks like a cool mystery thriller on Mars with the with Arthur. Matt, put Mor- up the trailer. Arthur Morgan's voice actor. I am, I'm pulling the trailer up right now. I was left up ahead of you. I already no. I pressed the wrong button. Nope. Uh, I, I pressed the wrong button again. There we go. There. Yep. Uh, hold on, I gotta hear it. Yeah, because I have not heard about this one at all. So let's see. Thank you for putting blood and violence. Oh Jesus! Here we go, blood and violence, baby. What is this Mass Effect? This is what we came for. This is what we came for. Yeah, I, I have not heard anything about wow. this rapidly graying, but it oh, looks pretty darn cool so far. I'm getting kind of like Dead Space vibes, you know? Yeah, but with the Mass Effect mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. Wow. It does. Why do I not know about this game? Yeah, this was kind of under the radar for me. Is this Starfield on PlayStation? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we have Starfield at home. But, like, this genuinely looks great. Okay, I'm going to check this out. Mm-hmm, me I'll, too. I'll look into this. Like, this looks cool. I'm going to skip ahead of here a little bit. Because I want to see kind of if we get a glimpse of what the gameplay looks like. So, it does look very, like, detective driven. Very, like, you're, you're trying to figure out what happened. Oh, there's some running locked. At maintenance access court maybe this is like this like the batman game that you were asking for where it's just like it's a little more investigative but it's not 100 percent like, like, like you know what i mean this this looks great this looks like a game i had no clue didn't even know it existed and now i'm gonna put it on my wish list yeah. dude this looks stunning like graphically yeah it looks great mm-hmm. why is no beautiful. one talking about this game yeah i'm Fort curious Solace. okay Fort Solace. well uh we'll definitely look into it and, and who knows maybe we'll be talking about this in the next couple weeks because it does look pretty cool Thanks for putting yeah, us on Jesus. for that question. I am yeah, literally going to, you know, that's going on. <laughs> yeah. I got to find thanks, out who's. Thank you, for, thank you for putting that on our radar. Uh, someone by the name of Naomi Lasagna writes in at Naomi Lasagna asking, 
What's your favorite? She's she's got a bunch of questions, so let's let's motor through this. Number Seriously. one, what's your favorite kind of breakfast, Rice? What's your favorite kind of breakfast? Man, uh, okay, so this is a very Filipino answer. Uh, I, my, our breakfast consists of rice, eggs. a protein, and eggs. Right. Uh, so like the the potatoes are 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 yeah they're they're substituted with rice and so uh rice corned beef hash and um and uh like over over easy eggs that's actually like that that tops it for me that's that's all nostalgia there, <laughs> put me in a coma, though. one of my best friends mm-hmm. in in high school was filipino and everyone whenever i went to her house she, whenever we had these like mini like almost like sausages that were almost like not yeah. sweet but they're almost like caramelized stuff. delicious they're a little Slapped. sweet yeah, they're called uh, longanisa. Longanisa, yes, that's right. Yes. Amazing, unreal, so so yes. good. Court, what's mm-hmm. your favorite kind of breakfast? Uh, I have had <laughs> this is this is this is gonna be funny because I've had the same breakfast since I was like fourteen every day. I haven't changed. I haven't wavered. I'll every now and then have like you know if I was drinking when I was younger, I'd have like you know bacon and eggs and home fries. Or if I go out, mm-hmm. I'm always getting um, uh, bacon and eggs always. Or some some sunny yeah. side ups. It's just that's what. It, but every day peanut butter on toast. That's all I have. Craft light peanut mm. butter on toast. My daughter now has the exact same breakfast as me. So nice. Now she has toast with peanut butter. There's nothing else. Just that and water, and I have it every day. Okay, every, that's really cute. Dude. Consistency, dude. Peanut butter on toast is a great way to go. I think for me, mm. I'm a sucker for a chocolate chip pancake. Like I I, I really oh, can't go wrong. Like mm. if like that's for not, me, like good. I love a good ex Benedict um eggs my wife good. is eggs benny's good um we we do uh similarly like we do sometimes the 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 egg the the seaweed the rice uh and it just all mm-hmm. comes with some kimchi always comes together really nicely but chocolate chip pancakes i can oh, go to yeah matt's stomach one. is always on fire by the way like always yeah oh my yeah? wife my wife is Are korean you... so yeah, yeah. she it's always she, on fire. and her cooking is incredible but everything's always spicy so my spice tolerance has gone up ex- incredibly over when we're right? together but love it. All right, we'll have to get some spicy food then sometime. A hundred percent. Friday. <laughs> you, we get Friday. To, so Matt is going to be working while we're all there at Fan okay. Expo, and then he's going to come after the fact. But we have decided to right. find out where he's working and bug him. Uh huh. Oh, I'll send you. Clu- I'll send okay. you clues. I'm only working till one. Oh, it's a so scavenger hunt. Yeah, there you go. All right, right there we go. <laughs> uh, Naomi's next question: Which video game was pivotal in your journey as a gamer, content creator, or streamer? I love this question. Great question. Mm-hmm. I have to think about this one. Honestly, me too. I, I think I think. Okay, Court, you ready? You Assassin's got one in the Creed Two. So, and okay. that sounds weird because like I grew up in the Nintendo generation. I Ghosts and Goblins, everything like that. But Assassin's Creed Two was the first game that I Googled stuff about and wanted to know more right. about, and started getting into the online community, and then found IGN, and then found Greg Miller, mm. and all that. Like I, that is literally the game that got me starting to Google. And using the internet to find out stuff about video games because before that, I just played other. I didn't give a darn. I just like whatever. Didn't care yeah. about achievements. Didn't care about trophies. I like I had an Xbox. I had a Nintendo. I had a GameCube. I had all those consoles because because I'm old. And when I got the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, it was like I played mm. these games and I'm like, oh my god! I turned to my uh, now ex-wife at the time and I was just like, I think I'm a gamer. And she's like, what? I'm like, I am like, I don't want to, like, people are like, let's go to the bar. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather just play video games all night and order some Pizza Hut and dip it in mm-hmm. a marinara sauce and no just get mm-hmm. fat about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I yep. would rather do. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is that game I remember it was just like a light bulb went on. And then Bioshock. Those two, right around, they came out the same year. Same thing. Agreed nice. on Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's Creed 2, incredible. Like, what a leap from Assassin's Creed to Assassin's Creed 2. Dude, did like, you see IGN's list? Yeah. Like, I'm going to get into this now. Have you seen this terrible, mm. terrible list? I don't care about lists, mm-hmm. and I get about lists, but they put out, like, the best Assassin's Creed games of all time list, and AC2 Uh-oh. wasn't even in the top three. I'm so mad. It doesn't I'm even make any sense. <laughs> they okay. put Black Flag, and Black Flag, yeah. honestly, I it is a good Assassin's Creed game, but I truly feel because of the PlayStation 4... Everybody thinks that's the epitome of what an Assassin's Creed game comes in. I'm yes. just like, it's only because you just, it was the new consoles. Everybody was so excited. It is a great game. Mm-hmm. But AC2 mm-hmm. is the best Assassin's Creed game. And then maybe Brotherhood or yep. like yeah, or Odyssey. Not. Oh, my God. Black yeah. Flag's up there. But it is. Jesus. That just, it irked me as an AC fan. That's it. I'm done. My rant's yeah. over. Brotherhood's a goat. Agreed. 
100 percent with you uh, as for me uh persona 4 golden like is is my favorite game of all time i feel shocked um, by this it answer. was similarly what kind of led me to greg miller led me to ign because i had a vita i picked up the vita i, I you know did one of those GameStop trades where i traded a bunch of stuff got the vita for like five dollars when it launched um and i was just like what do i play on this thing after a little while and stumbled across Greg Miller, stumbled across Persona 4 Golden. Uh, and this game, like, completely absorbed me. Like, I, I I mentioned that, like, I've never had, before playing Persona 4 Golden, I'd never had Wanderlust for a place I'd never been to before. Like, I missed the the place. I missed the people when I was done with the game. And eventually, like, it, because of that, I immediately went to the Trail series right after. That that game is, is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. And, you know could you there's definitely things that could have been handled better but it holds such a special mm. place in my heart and it was that was one of the first times where i was like i need to talk about this game none of my friends have played this game i need to talk about this so i had to you know similarly right. googling looking up stuff online i'm like who else is talking about this game i need to hear thoughts and opinions i want to i want to learn more uh and that game is just mm. an incredible an incredible hey guys special, this fort solace thing comes out tomorrow well what all right all right well hey <laughs> I mean, what well the? that that we, we, we got to do some we got to do some some diving into that. Uh, Naomi's final question, and thank you for your wonderful questions, Naomi. What is your earliest memory of video games? Court, let's start with you. Um, you know, really reach back. It's like fingerprints on an abandoned handrail. Like really yeah, reach back. Yeah, I'm going to skip lane. the the Atari and Coleco because I Burger Time on the, the Coleco playing with the little the pad and the 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 wand. I do remember, but my yeah. time where it clicked and I was like in. I was in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I was at a friend's house, and you his just dad just came back from. Yeah, it just it, dude. It's like it's so not vivid. It's like I remember every minute of it. His dad just came back from Japan. He had the NES, the very first. Like no one had one. No one like didn't even know it existed. And he gave it to us, and we played Ghosts and Goblins, Amazing. and nice. it blew me away. Like I was just like I. We, I got my brother, like I went home, I got my brother. I'm like, oh my God, you have to come over to this house. Like, oh, like you got to come over. Like, is it, I don't know. I don't know this person anymore. The last name is the Grant, is Rob Grant. Like I remember in his room playing Ghosts and Goblins and then we played Mario and then we played a sight bike and then we played Kung Fu. And I did not leave this guy's side for like a month until I came back to Canada because I, I go to Boston for the summer and we got one in the u.s because the nes released in the united states before it released in canada so we had one with the robot and everything and when i got it back it was like i you know you put the word out on the street you're like i got you know everybody finds out instead of playing road hockey we're all sitting there playing ghosts and goblins the hardest game ever people talk about bloodborne and all that kind of stuff nothing (laughs) that is nothing compared to ghosts and goblins you have to finish that on two (laughs) lives and then once you finish it it puts you all the way back at the beginning and you have one life to finish the game that's it. So all you nice. like, ooh, Bloodborne is so hard. Yeah, no. Play these games, no. all right? Don't come <laughs> at me with your Souls-like games. Go finish Ghosts and Goblins here. Just go finish it. <laughs> go finish it. Just do it. Bryce, what about you? What's your what's your early one of your earliest memories of video games? Yeah, NES uh, Punch-Out. Nice. Punch-Out was something that early on I, I, I realized that I enjoyed or I'm just looking at this retrospectively now, but I, I, I seem to enjoy combat and studying that combat. Um, I'm, I'm not like a heavy souls player, but I did play like Sekiro and I played um, anyway, all this to say uh, punch out was one of my earliest experiences. It was on the NES and it was back when I was still living in the Philippines. I would have been like three and a half. Yeah. It's, it's wild that I remember that, but it's, it's pretty vivid. It's the best That's console. Amazing. Is it not that in the super Nintendo? It's so great. It's the best. It's so great. Yeah. We're on a PlayStation podcast, but let's just be honest. The NES and the yeah. SNES <laughs> are the GOAT. We love all gaming. They're the GOAT. We love all gaming. Yeah, and the gaming PlayStation 1. There's your top three consoles of all time. There you go. And and then Assassin's Creed 2 would be fourth. Um, I think my, my first... Some of my earliest memories of gaming... Um, I remember getting a PlayStation for Christmas. And I must have been like five or six years old. So it's like, like 2001? Uh, yeah, around there. Um... I don't think that's the burn you think it is, but uh, no, I know it's I, not. Uh, it's I found out <laughs> just recently this year how much younger Matt is than me, and it blew me away on an episode. It just blew me away. Uh, Ninety two, <laughs> baby. Uh, but yeah, I got a PlayStation hey. from my from my parents for Christmas, and um, you know, my parents 
you know, having immigrated about probably a decade before, a few years before I was born, you know, we had my grandparents, my parents, my uncle, like all of us all living together at the time. And I remember getting the PlayStation. I remember being like, yes, popped it open. They got me Disney's Hercules, popped that bad boy in. And they let me play for like half an hour. And they're like, okay, you got to go to sleep. Like, you know, it's, it's time to go to bed. You're young. And I, you know, upset, went to bed, woke up the next morning at like 6 a.m., ran down the stairs. Tell me how my dad and my uncle were still sitting there playing Hercules. They wanted me to go to bed, not so I could rest, but so that they could get on the PlayStation. And then they they, they, mm. just, they ended up playing all night. So I think that's one of my earliest memories of gaming. And from then on, like, we, you know, my dad used to play, uh, you know, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom and stuff with me all the time. Like, there was just some some great, great games. But, uh, yeah, I love the PlayStation. Fighting games. Just love games. Uh our final question, and I'm sure one that this will be. Uh, we have other questions. I, I want to. We do have other questions, but unfortunately, we'll we read do? them next week. Yeah, there are some. They got added like this morning, and I was like, oh, yeah. I added a few. Okay. Well, we have to finish with this question because yeah. I'm sure it's not going to derail us whatsoever. No, no. Uh, no. Steve Vicvari asks, asks Vicvari, I don't understand who Vicvari is. I know who Steve Monday is. I don't know who Steve Vicvari <laughs> is. Uh, hey, PlayStation Drive, long time, first time. Much Can love to the homie for making his debut on the show. It's beautiful. I need that poster. What is the correct ranking of the French fry? And he's listed out. Hold on, I'm going to share my screen here because I just I have the I have the Google yeah, Doc. We need them on here. screen. I yeah, know I'm, what's I'm last, kidding. and I know what's first. Um, he asks standard curly shoestring waffle crinkle and wedge. What is the correct ranking of the French fry? Crinkle is number one. Oh, interesting. Crinkle fry really is number for me. For me, the crinkle fry. And it's only this year when it became like my 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 best friend. You can get the McCain extra crispy crinkle fries at the grocery store, rice, and your kid. Oh. It, yeah, see what I just did there? Extra crispy. Put them in the oven for twenty five minutes, or you can put them in the air fryer for like ten minutes. They are unbelievable. Dude. It's like going to Shake Shack, and you have it at home. It's he does love those, man. That's what I'm. I, he does all I'm love saying, those. crinkle cut mm-hmm. fry has become the goat to me. Um, mm. Let's let's Give all. Give me a list here, Court. Give me, give me your list here. All right. So crinkle crop fry is first. And then I'm going to go to the shoestring. Then I'm going to go wedge, standard, uh, waffle. And then I'm not even going to say the last one because it doesn't even deserve it because it's disgusting, which is the curly fry. It's it's gross. It's it's You heard it curly here. Curly fry is terrible. Arby's is terrible. Anything that Arby's sells is terrible. And they sell the curly fry. So... Hmm. Interesting. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that to me. That is my list. <laughs> okay, we, Crinkle, we got we got quartz string, list. wedge, standard, waffle, and then curly. That's my list. Rice, what, where, what's your list out here? Get, rank them for me. I got to know. Yeah, it's it, it it'll be different, and I you know I I certainly hope that I don't lose respect you, from you. You will not here, lose but... respect at all. It's food, and you can choose whatever you want. <laughs> it's true. You like what you exactly. like. Uh, number one is is a wedge for me. Um. Okay. Uh, especially a good seasoned wedge. Yes. Um, the surface area is great, mm-hmm. and uh, you're getting a big bite out of that. Are you and trying even the very you're getting a ones? small. Yeah. Yeah. Those are crack. And if you're like Those are crack, you know. And so when you and even if you get a small piece, it you're you're bound to get something really crispy, and so it gives you a different texture for it. So wedge is one. Uh, I'm gonna go crinkle two, um, standard three, uh, curly four. Dude. and then waffle and then shoestring shoestring because i i actually just haven't had enough of waffle and shoestring to really have a, a good understanding of what that the mccain is. five minute shoestring fries as as mm-hmm. they become a staple in my house because you got to make dinner so quickly for the kiddo and it's like mm-hmm. oh I'm i learning. forgot to i gotta figure something else out you can put that oven yeah. at 450 throw in those five minute fries and in five minutes they got french fries look at you you know what you're talking about bro shout out to surface area because i'm on my list i my list isn't too dissimilar to rice's here because i'm with you i wedges wedges number one for me surface area a good season we do this like curry spice seasoning on our potato wedges fantastic they absolutely slap um i'll go crinkle second as well uh i think i'd put uh curly is 100 percent third oh my uh, god standard it's, it's the worst french fry and ever then invented. similarly waffle and shoestring um Shoestring, whatever. If I wanted to have diet fries, then I just wouldn't eat them. These tiny little yeah, things. You get to my really age, you got no choice. You got to have those diet fries. <laughs> I, I think. I think nah, yeah. for me, wedge, crinkle, curly, standard waffle, shoestring. I think is the way to go. Real deal. Jay O'Neill in the chat says waffle, curly, wedge, curly, waffle, crinkle, shoestring, standard. Okay, I respect it. 
I feel like we, we nailed down some good lists here on fries, folks. Uh, folks, in the mm. comments in the chat, let us know whose list is most right and um, why is it why is it just number one on courts? No, um, it's I think, not. That is the no. <laughs> I think I Dang, think this is the definitive That's list. Not even fair. Did you hear? <laughs> a, before we go, they, they have announced that the what? Last of Us Part Two is going to be three seasons for TV. Oh, what? Three Did seasons? They, really? I yeah. So they, the, the director was ever he he said I feel it's going to be three seasons to tell the story. Interesting. It could work. So it it has work. A, it's not an official announcement. It's just the director. It's not a rumor or anything. The director sure. of the show has said, I think it'll be three seasons. I right. think I think we do need that as a Sean as, as a show, Sean. Uh, new show cooking with court. court. I, it's it's dad it. cooking, man. <laughs> like today, dad I had cooking. to make my kiddos home, so I had to. I put together the ultimate lunch. I did the um, banana bread is the dessert. Uh-huh. I made her a hot dog with no bun, of course, because kids don't eat buns because mm-hmm. they're crazy. Yeah. And then I did the uh, quick uh, broccoli in the air, in the steamer. I, I yeah, Matt's that earliest one, Mario, Mario I, Odyssey. I love that. that I missed that. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, all right, folks. This has been the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rice, it was an absolute pleasure yes, having thank you here you. with us. Thank you for coming on. You're an incredible person and a fantastic creator. Way better uh, than if, having if, me. Way better than both of us combined. Um, <laughs> where can people find you if they want to see more of you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, link... Uh, tr.ee slash r-i-c-e-b-o-y-y-y tv that's linktree slash rice boy tv it'll be in the description for you folks so make it nice and easy Just scroll down click go follow rice go check his stuff out it is incredible and i hope you'll come back and hang out with us again in the future my dude it was a lot of fun hanging out with you absolutely absolutely thank you so much for the conversation today it's been awesome court what about you where can people find you uh you can find me at court lalone on twitter because i am never going to change that name and you X. can find me at, uh, at Carpool Gaming. I handle all the social media accounts. Uh, Matt did a phenomenal job while I was away. Thank you, Matt. And you can also find me Wednesday evenings at seven at 8 o'clock. Sorry, changed it because my kid's bedtime has moved. 8 p.m. Eastern time on Three Dads and a Console. <laughs> Make sure you go follow Court. Check out Three Dads. It is an awesome, awesome show. As for myself, you can find me on X at Matt underscore Silver Soul. And, of course, here on the PlayStation Drive each and every week, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. But of course, before we go, we have to thank our incredible patrons. I want to give a huge shout out to Sean Hennigan for joining the exclusive tier. We appreciate all of you very, very much. But let's shout out all of our ultimate producers, including Robbie Bobby Miller, who you can find at twitch.tv slash Robbie Bobby Miller. Tony Baker, who you can find at youtube.com slash quest for pixels. Jonathan Brown, his link tree is pme.jib. And, of course, Lee Navarro, who is the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. You can find him over at phoenixoverdrive.com. And, of course, the incredible Chucker Sloth. Our platinum producer is RJ Kern. And, of course, our gold members, Adam K., Anna, Awesome Dave 1337 Bowza, Cecily Carroza, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Hopple, John32, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Marcus McCracken, Peihei EP, Shy Guy, and Tim Alf. Thank you all so very much. We appreciate you very, very much. Peace. Oh, hold on. Wait, before we go, Rice, I love the way that you end your streams. Can you end this edition of the PlayStation Drive the way that you end your streams? Because it just, I think it's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, at the end of our streams, we end with this sentiment. It's three things. You are loved, you are appreciated, and you matter here. Peace. That's it. Peace.